Okay. <laughs> everybody i'm glad that you're joining us again i'm glad you're staying with us if you're uh i've uh, been keeping up this season we are uh the turkish diplomats and we are presenting you with charming noise which basically boils down to us bitching about bad movies basically. and today is no different well or bitching about or in my case bitching about a movie i had hoped would be worse than it was <laughs> yeah yeah it, because you know, it's bad when when you wish the movie were worse so you could pitch it. Well, I mean, it was, it's it's from trauma team films. Yeah, today's brought to talk to Avenger and nuke them high. I was looking for bad campy crap, but no, it's one of those movies where they try to make it serious, but they only had a budget of a like a case of beer <laughs> to, to give out to everybody. Yep. Well, in the in this case, you know, trauma they do have a, a budget, unlike many of the films that we have watched. Oh, well, and plus they partnered with uh, another company called Five Two Nine Films too, so maybe that was part of it. Who have huge pocketbook? Um, <laughs> and and um, are you going to introduce us? Well, I was about to. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> I am messing everything up today. I'm sorry, Tom. You, you can't see it, but in the Kentucky skull fucking hat <laughs> is uh, our host, Paul Hogue. Hello. Hi. <laughs> and along with him is our ever-growing, like a Sasquatch-looking, Calvin Roach. Hello. <laughs> Hello, people. And, of I course, I am Thomas Crowfell. I'm just too lazy to trim my beard. That's, that's what it boils down to. It's funny you mention that because Calvin does look suspiciously like the subject of our film today. <laughs> and, and okay, spoiler alert: it's about Bigfoot. <laughs> I loved the Bigfoot costume in this, but I was disappointed that it didn't look like the damn gorilla suit. In the one, <laughs> the, the, the Bigfoot we've come to know in the cheap ass gorilla suit. <laughs> this was an actual scary looking, uh, uh yeah, they, they sunk some money into makeup for this thing. And I think he had a bad childhood. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, I forget the guy's name that he said was the who played Bigfoot, but introducing the guy who plays Bigfoot, you never see him. Obviously, outside the costume, but yeah. So, uh, who wants to give the synopsis for this film? No, it's my fault we watched it. Uh, uh, before before we begin the synopsis, as long as I'm screwing up the entire video already, anyway. Um, oh sure. I did oh, have really. something I wanted to share with everyone, and I actually sing? tried to send this. What's that? Are you gonna sing or something? No. Sing no, uh, <laughs> no. I uh, uh, I found I came across something. I actually tried to send this in an audio file the other day, 
to several friends, including you guys, and it, it didn't go through. I came across this, uh, it, I guess it came out last year, uh, So, I, but I just had to share it because it's the 43 best porn movie title puns. Uh, this was on Thought Catalog. I'm actually going to read them. I'm going to do them super fast so we can get to the movie. But I, I just had to share them with you. Uh, the article says these are all actual porn titles. So 43 actual porn titles. That's right. And and they're all like plays on other movie titles. Oh, yeah. I love these. Okay, so I'm going to go as fast as I can. I don't think they're in order, but the last few are pretty damn good. Okay. Number one, you've got mail. Number two, everyone I did last summer. Number three, the booby guard. Number four, Ocean's 11 Inches. <laughs> Number five, E.T. the Extra Testicle. Number six, Night of the Giving Head. Number seven, The Sperminator. Number eight, Edward Penis Hands. Number nine, The Bone Ranger. Number 10, Goodwill Humping. <laughs> Number 11, A Few Hard Men. 12, Village of the Rammed. 13, Cliffbanger. 14, Breastside Story. 15, Late in Manhattan. 16, Saturday Night Beaver. Uh, that was going to happen, you know. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> number 17, uh, Any Given Come Day. Uh, 18, A Clockwork Orgy. 19, Any Officer and a Gentleman. Number uh, 20, Gulp Fiction. I love that name. That's really good. 21, Oklahoma. 22, Beverly Hills 90210. Uh, 23, The Bear Bitch Project. 24, My Bear Lady. 25, Bitanic. 26, Buffy the Vampire Lair. Maybe that was Bitanic. Oh, Bitanic, yes. That that makes much more sense. Sorry, I, I'm so unfamiliar with that genre. Um, uh, 27, Pulp Friction. Another good one. Uh, 28, A Beautiful Behind. 29, Gangbangs of New York. 30, 40 Gays and 40 Nights. 31, Womb Raider. 32, School of Cock. Sorry. <laughs> 33, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Gays. 34, White Man Can't Hump. 35, Throbin' Hood. 36, On Golden Blonde. 37, Sisterhood of the Traveling Sluts. 38, Romancing the Bone. 39, King Dong. 40, Phil Bill. Uh, 41, Sorest Rump. Uh, 42, Brazier to Eternity. And number 43, Yank My Doodle, It's a Dandy. <laughs> oh, maybe we maybe we could edit that into like bonus material or something. I, I may do that. Uh, uh, I I think it fits perfectly right here because honestly, I don't think we have a whole lot to say about this. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. Oh yeah. I mean, I pick I I picked the movie. Uh, basically, uh, guy comes home to his. Small town where he grew up to take over his dad's old house. Uh, his wife left him to go be a movie star, so he's got his little daughter. Uh, all his friends, you know, he's he's apparently been in the army until there was a court martial, and he got kicked out of the army for, for apparently for punching a superior officer or something. Which, by the way, and Tom may have caught this. That story is all jacked up. 
Yeah. <laughs> because it started with two sergeants, and then he starts referring to them as officers. Yeah, yeah. And then, and, and so, no, that's bull. He, uh, but anyway, but I mean, he, he no sooner he pulls up, he, yeah. he pulls into the driveway, and the sheriff pulls in, and it's his high school best friend. So, right off of, oh, and here's a little thing. They actually got. They actually managed to play a real song for this thing because they kicked it yes. off with um, um, this town. This town. This is this is my town by the Michael Stanley Band, which I was like, what? And then <laughs> after that, it was all just crap. I don't know how they managed to do that. Apparently, Michael Stanley Band will sell that song to anyone. Well, it's the only hit they ever had. So yeah. royalties, royalties, royalties. Um, but anyway, he comes home to his town of Minter. And I looked up how to pronounce how they pronounce okay. it there. It's, it's spelled mentor, but they, the people who live there call that mentor or minner. <laughs> minner. Minner, Ohio. <laughs> which they act like it's, you know, that, which Ohio is uh, kind of boondocks. You know, it is the Pennsylvania region. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> but uh, but they act like it's the, that it's down the Louisiana swamps sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, but anyway, so yeah, uh, he goes to a bar his first night home with his buddy, and, and of course the high school bully is drunk and starts picking on him, and he just, you know, and but anyway, yeah, the, you know, there's. Let me let me jump ahead, I, guys. I have for our listeners, I've got COVID right now, and I'm not thinking very straight, very clearly. Um, we're hoping we don't get a virus. <laughs> I almost wore my face mask, but we're not on we're not on video for the <laughs> listeners, so that would have been, the joke would have been lost. Anyway, you know, like there's this one scene where there's like a teacher or park ranger or somebody who's leading kids through the marsh on a field trip, <laughs> and they find a dead deer. And it turns out these dead, ripped apart deer have been have been popping up all over the all over the area. They don't know why. They think it's a bear. Uh, but anyway. So, you know, then it escalates on and on and on. And, and for some reason, right off the bat, Jack Sullivan, our hero, mentions it's Bigfoot. Of course, he's ridiculed by everyone, and there's no clue as to why he might think it's Bigfoot. Because <laughs> he saw it online. Literally, that's how we got but, he found yeah, some anyway. website. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently, I mean, my... This movie could have been a real movie if they had, if they tried a little harder and and found people who could who could act and emote outside of a monotone. Yeah. Well, it it did hold the two classic characteristics of a very bad film, and one is the monotone acting voice where they just deliver all, and the other one is when they're all yelling and angry at each other. <laughs> <laughs> And it had both of that because, you know, the bully was angry when the cop showed up, his best friend, he was angry. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and, 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 and there's really not much, like Tom said, there's not much you can really say about this movie. I mean, he, he's this, you know, guy comes home from the army, comes home to his hometown, uh, runs into some old buddies, mysterious things happen. Uh, he sees a hairy, oh, he's leaving his buddy's house and he sees a hairy man thing in the guy's yard that runs away. And no one believes him. Of course not. 
And then there's that kid at the Little League game who got yanked out into the woods, <laughs> which I was not glad to see. I, that, that kid got on my nerves a lot. Yeah, he was. <laughs> uh, 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 you know, no one really cried for that kid after he did. No, so. <laughs> not even in the film. Nobody, <laughs> yeah. nobody felt bad. Well, I yeah, yeah like, like, oh, oh hey, there's a we, kid. We lose one every year. I don't see what the big deal is. <laughs> so he keeps telling people, "Lost all those hairy arms. That's that kid into the woods." They're like, "This is the bear." <laughs> And, and their first search party is just Jack Sullivan, our hero, the heroine's name, whose name has completely left my mind. Sandy. Thank you. Yeah, I call her hot, hot park ranger Sandy at first, and then Sandy. Well, that's fine. Yeah, it's a worse. <laughs> and then their friend, the sheriff, who ridicules his best friend because there ain't no such thing as Bigfoot, yada, yada, yada. Uh, they, never, they never find the kid. They, you know. And the search party at first is just those three people. Um, then they're like, well, maybe we ought to get some more, more people out here to look around. And then it just sort of bores its way through more stuff. Other people, other people get killed. A dog gets killed, eaten or something. Uh, the, the town, the town bully organizes a posse to go out into the marsh to hunt the thing down. Uh, they all get killed by the thing. Um, the Bigfoot. And they should have teamed up with the guys from Bigfoot's Wild Weekend because <laughs> yeah, they were at least kind of fun. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there's that one scene where the where I can't remember the bully's name. He shoots the thing from Barkley. a distance. Thank you. And you see blood fly off the thing's arm, but it doesn't seem to affect it. So then they have this theory that it's got very coarse hair that makes it partly bulletproof. <laughs> If that's all that it took. <laughs> so, anyway, let's jump ahead through because I mean, this movie is so boring and predictable. It hurts. It's it's like uh, it, it's like a Hallmark movie, but with animals. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. but we'll let Paul talk about Old Man Hobson's story. Old Man Hobson is like. <laughs> Let's hold off on that one for just a moment because okay. I want to point out, out of all of the actors in this film. Three really kind of stood out to me. Okay. And you know, the first one was the little girl, the daughter of our hero. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. after she made her first monotone delivery line, are we living there? Are mm -hmm. we there yet? She actually started to become a character. She yeah. started to <laughs> betray. I mean, she was much I mean, more believable I mean, than her dad. Yeah. I mean, this nine-year-old nine year old kid... Became an actor before our very eyes. <laughs> and the best actor in the film, I think. Yes, yes. The second one was his best friend, the sheriff, who once he got done and passed all of his, uh, you know, angry yelling part of it, he actually started to kind of He's, act a little He settled bit. into a role. Well, he was, he was kind of playing the character. Yeah, he settled yeah. into the role. And then, of course, is the old man who mm -hmm. told a fantastic story, and why did a thought bubble just pop up <laughs> on my screen? <laughs> thought bubble popped up on Hans' head. Before we get deeper into old man Hobson, though, who did tell the best story in the movie, the, the, the sheriff was played by Bob Gray, who I looked up, um, who's, who wrote the movie, things like that. Apparently, back in 86, as a kid, this guy, Bob Gray, got in as a camera operator with what became the Home Shopping Network. Oh. And then he jumped over to QVC, Home Shopping thing, and became a producer 
I had and, seen this guy before, and, and then he, and then he goes, to, and then he moves to L.A. and tries to make it, break into movies and comedy. Um, and uh, after 14 years, he gives up on that dream basically, and made this movie and one other called "As Virgins Fall." <laughs> and neither of this, neither of this movie or "Virgins Fall" have it. They have it, a synopsis over on IMDb.com. They just have the title. That's it. Well, actually, when I tried to find this film on IMDb, it just came up error. <laughs> Surely, just and so, I said no, I don't, and don't call me Shirley. <laughs> that was what it said on the page. But there yeah. is a, there is a plot available on on Prime Video with Amazon where you can own this gym for twenty bucks or rent it for four, and it says Bigfoot. In a place where man and nature have coexisted for years, man has finally overstepped his bounds and nature is fighting back. Which has nothing to do with the film, really. But you know, well, Jack does mention that, well, all these houses that were here when I was a kid, they're encroaching on the natural order of things. That's why you keep seeing deer yeah. in people's yards and things like that. Well, there's so a knowing the look at some factory in the distance. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. And and I, I thought that was going to be, oh, oh, yeah, that factory's been, it's just been dumping uh, radioactive sludge into the uh, into the woods here for years. <laughs> I don't think but, it doesn't mean but, anything. Was it, was it the factory or was it actually the body farm from Bigfoot versus uh, oh, <laughs> that was my first thought <laughs> uh, but I was gonna say, I never, I had another thing I was going to add but anyway Old Man Hobson apparently is they call him Crazy Old Man Hobson and he drives a, around a snowplow which I thought yeah, was drive, a nice touch honestly yeah in the summer he drives around in a snowplow uh, <laughs> oh, oh, before we go to Old Man Hobson there was the guy bird watching out in the out in the marshes. Oh yeah, he sees a great blue heron, which apparently in Ohio there's only like one in the whole state, and he acts like it's the biggest find of his life. And he's taking pictures without even pointing the camera anywhere. Just click wide, click wide, and he's laughing with this creepy, lascivious, evil laugh. Which kind of reminded me of Paul sometimes, <laughs> but hmm. it was. But anyway, okay, Paul, you 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 did the character study on Old Man Hobson. Take it. <laughs> oh, oh no, I'm not going to do my imitation. I, I I did think no, I I thought it was a good story. I'm not going to do the my imitation of Old Man Hobson. No, don't do the imitation. Uh, no. But uh, uh, no, I thought it was actually a pretty good story, and then. You know, he he tells the thing, and it's and it's just before the sheriff leaves, and then for some reason gets killed in town by the Bigfoot. Yeah, and, is, yeah and, old, and old man Hobson tells a story about how he knows his Bigfoot. Yeah, it killed his father. He killed his father during in the Depression, back in the days of the Depression. And he was because all they used to eat was fish back then, because that's Clarify all they had. That, it, oh, the Bigfoot killed old man. Hobson's father, not in, the the way. Right. Yeah, in, yeah. In 1933. Sorry, yeah. Okay, okay. But anyway, that's the you know the old, old man Hobson tells a story, which is better than the actual movie plot. Uh, but okay, but you know, like Paul pointed out, or you know, the, the the thing kills the sheriff in the city, walks right into town, 
and kills the sheriff. Yeah. And if you two guys, if you two guys did not catch this. I know what you're going to say. Because Bigfoot stuck his hand in the sheriff's chest chest and and pulled out out his heart and and showed it it to him before before he he died. died. That's right. (laughs) He did did Bruce Lee on him. He (laughs) did Bruce Lee. Some shit on him. Yeah. When he did that, I paused the movie and just collapsed. I, I have literally in my notes, oh my God, he ripped out Bob's heart and showed it to him before he died. That's the exact note. I got this pretty much the same thing. And it's uh, this horrible moment, and, and you really, because it's sad. When Bob dies, I'm genuinely upset. I mean, like, it's the, he's the only character you've been, really been able to connect with. Up, up, except for uh, old man Hobson up to then. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. sad. So thank God they had a parade the next day to cheer everyone up and everyone's fine. <laughs> yeah, nobody acted sad that the sheriff wasn't in the parade. And then... Uh, the, and not uh, only that, but uh, our hero, whatever his name was... Jack, Jack Sullivan. Jack, Jack Sullivan. Takes the time to clear with his daughter... That it's okay, then crosses through the parade <laughs> to go ask a girl out on a date. Yeah, talk, talk to Sandy, the hot park ranger. Oh, and stole a flag from a majorette on the way over. He, he did, and gave it to <laughs> Which Sandy, the I hot thought park was ranger. just, I can't believe that the girl didn't go, did you just steal that flag from a majorette <laughs> during the parade? Yeah, yeah. Hey, sucks but, I mean, about my best friend the- dying, huh? But hardly anybody's talking about the sheriff dying. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's sad, and they have the thing, and then and his widow, you know, said, kill him. I want you to kill him, and that totally makes sense. But in the middle, they have a parade. <laughs> um, and the sheriff's dead. Let's celebrate. And the, at the end there, when, when Jack, or not the end, but when Jack goes to tell Bob's wife, Terry, 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 about this. The uh, deputy sheriff shows up with a priest for, I guess, last rites or or to comfort the comfort the wife. But I, for some reason, they said Father So and So, played by Father Somebody Else. He was a real priest. <laughs> so and Father a very creepy looking Tom. priest, by the way. <laughs> but yeah, was, he, he was a, he was a creepy looking priest. His, he really was. Father Damien. They should have just named that. <laughs> Father Beelzebub. I think they were using him from like uh, an exorcism movie being shot down the street because he was creepy looking. <laughs> so, so what? Wait a minute. What was the hero's name again? Jack Sullivan. Jack Sullivan. Jack. Jack Sullivan. Okay. <laughs> Did either of you guys think for a moment that once he showed up because of all of the continuity of action in this film that he was going to hit on his best friend's wife or the other way around. Oh, yeah. It, it sure seemed like that. Well, It really looked like it was going there. Not only that, and let's point out a couple of things about Jack. Uh, first of all, Jack lied about his whole backstory. Uh, yeah. About the whole, right? About his getting thrown out of the army. So, mm-hmm. I'm not sure what's really happened to his wife. Okay. <laughs> Jack also believes anything he reads on the internet. Okay. Yes. Because he claim, he starts talking about, you know, big 
he said, oh, yeah, it has to be a Bigfoot. Why does he think it's a Bigfoot? Because he claims there are no bears in Ohio. Now, I live in northern Kentucky. I'm just outside of Ohio. There are goddamn bears in Ohio. It's not just <laughs> crawling with them or anything like that. But, of course, there are bears in Ohio. Yeah. There are yeah. woods in Ohio, therefore there are bears in Ohio. Okay, there are there are there are woods, and there are bears to shit in those woods. It's not like <laughs> you know they get to the edge of of the Kentucky state line. They go, nope, nope, nope. That's that's Ohio. <laughs> and in Pennsylvania, they're there. like this is which Western Pennsylvania full of bears, but they get to the like I don't know. Have you ever been to Ohio? Fuck that. I'm not going. <laughs> Uh, okay, he also okay, claims, because he starts talking about, well, why is Bigfoot mutilating these deers early on? Mm -hmm. And he makes this claim that the entrails of a deer are 35,000 calories. And, and I'm like... The heart and liver are the prized pieces yeah, with the most, and with the most up, nutrition. And make up 35,000 calories. I'm like, you know, if he had said thousands of calories, I could have bought that. But this idea that you know, 35,000 calories that he just goes from, I'm like, he just read that on that goddamn internet site. That's what he did. He believed, <laughs> he believed it. He believed it. And by the uh, way, uh, the sheriff uh, uh, calls him Jeff at one point and then goes back yeah. to calling him Jack. I yeah. just thought I'd point that out. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember that, yeah. Um, it, it, I, now comes, and we come down to the end of the movie, where I have the biggest problem with the whole Stephen movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, Jack is supposed to have been an army ranger or something. And when he calls out Bigfoot there in the gravel pit, oh, the gravel quarry. Can we back up just a, yeah, a, yeah, about yeah. 30 seconds in the, before that? Yeah. They have the montage scene, right? Yeah. Which, which yeah. you know, before you have the showdown, you always have to have a montage. Right, right. And the montage is awful because all he's doing is like, and I think they're all road flares. But then we find out. Uh, now I'll let you go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, first of all, he, he seems to call out the Bigfoot, get its attention with a road flare. Right. Fair enough. Uh, and then. He pulls out a pistol, which he, you know, it's been established that the Bigfoot's coarse hair, he's bulletproof, but yeah. he just stands there. And the Bigfoot rushes him and knocks and, and cleans his frigging clock. <laughs> and he doesn't try to get out of the way or shoot. Yeah, it sends him flying like 40 feet. Yeah, and, so, and he loses his he loses his pistol in the, in that. And to get away from Bigfoot, who's coming up on him again. He turns on this conveyor belt and rides it all the way to the top. <laughs> I thought that was actually a good idea on it, his part. It was, but it was also kind of dumb because it wasn't going fast enough to launch him 70 feet through the air where he mm -hmm. lands on a pile of gravel, rolls down the pile of gravel, and gets up. And, big, and he takes a he takes a freaking boxing stance against Bigfoot. I mean, this guy's an army ranger. You would think he would know how to fight. And he's a good three or four feet shorter than Bigfoot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And at no point does he raise his voice. I, I thought, what is he, trying to be Billy Jack or something here? What is 
I definitely got like a Billy Jack. Vibe. Right, right. And so, I mean, and so that would have been cool if Billy Jack had showed up. <laughs> so, so the Ranger girl Sandy comes up, sees Jack getting getting his you know the his butt whipped, and she picks up like a pole or a stick and breaks over Bigfoot's back, who then backhands her as she lands forty feet away. <laughs> Well, Jack then stands up, backs up, and he's had a Roman candle this time and not a road flare. And, and he's, I don't, know, I don't know when it happened, but somehow he positioned Bigfoot by this big pile of barrels and filled with gasoline or something. And Which the Roman normally candle. normally have just laying around the ground. Yeah. Yeah. And, so, and he's shooting the Roman candle, trying to drive Bigfoot closer to the, to the gas barrels. And it blows up. Bigfoot is unharmed. <laughs> totally unharmed. Yeah, he'd been, I, I could have sworn he had burned up. That was the end. Yeah. I thought that was the end of the movie. <laughs> because well, apparently his fur is not only bulletproof, but it's fireproof. It's as that Kevlar, as a, yeah. And so when he sees Bigfoot is still standing, he casually strolls up to Bigfoot and sticks a knife in his chest and then just says, not so much fun when it's happening to you, is it? Okay. Then Bigfoot punches it again. <laughs> and then old man Hobson comes roaring in with his snowplow pickup, hits Bigfoot, sends him flying through the air to where somebody had positioned punji sticks sticking <laughs> yeah. out of the gravel. I had to pause it to actually see what those were. Yeah. They were punji sticks. <laughs> And, and when old man Hobson hits Bigfoot, he lands on it and he's impaled all these punji sticks and dies. That's the end of it. And old man Hobson gets out. Yeah, I told y'all it was Bigfoot. Y'all didn't believe me. And he's like, can I claim him? Yeah, you, you can do whatever you want with him. What, what, I, what I love the most about that was when uh, Jack and, and Sandy, the Andy are they're you know giving their hero kiss kind of a moment at the end of it you look in the background and the old man is back there poking <laughs> bigfoot with his stick the entire time <laughs> and here's the thing too when as soon as he hits them with the snow plow from then on it's just bad adr yeah, yeah. And yeah. because so they must have been saying something else, and I'm thinking they may as well have left that in because it couldn't have been any worse than the crap that they ADR'd into it. <laughs> and by the way, uh, why is she kissing uh, Jack? I'm sorry, yeah. old man Hobson ought to be. It would have been awesome if she just walked right over oh, and just yeah, planted one on old right man past Hobson. Jack. <laughs> and. She and Terry come Roman over, and he finally gets the three way he has wanted his entire life. <laughs> he wanted, he wanted, he wanted, he wanted he said, revenge. Dad would be proud. Old man hops out. Well, he wanted revenge for the death of his father against Bigfoot, and now sex with and now He's gonna and, snow and, plow and his out. way right through that community. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, and he's over there at the end of it. He's like poking it. I thought I got you. <laughs> you know, like. Okay. It even took time to cut away once to show him poking Bigfoot with his head. <laughs> and when he asked, he goes, can I claim it? Yes. Well, you did kill the bloody thing against 
That and to, who put the punji sticks there? I want to know. And and, well, and where are other? You know, there's there's been what I, I think eight people killed, including a little kid and a sheriff, and yeah. a shitload of rednecks. You'd think maybe somebody from the state police would show up at some point. It's like, well, could, you know, could they, we stop the parade they, until we find out who killed your sheriff? You know, they tried to call the game and fish people. He said they couldn't <laughs> be there for seven days. Ohio Game and Fish must have loved that, you know? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, anyway, we get less than a minute here. Do we want to keep rambling or just wrap this up? Well, I we never really got into detail about uh, the old man and, and Paul's observations on him. So, if you can squeeze that in there, Paul, in like 20 seconds. <laughs> uh, I just thought he sounded sort I, I don't know if I want to. <laughs> I don't want to say this. I'm not going to say it. Uh, uh, he it. But he, he sounded more credible than anybody else in the whole movie. Put it like right. that. I love old man Hobson. That's all that really matters here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, it, it was, uh, you know, honestly, the ending for the movie kind of ruined an otherwise bad movie. Yeah, uh, it did. But it, it, it was. They t- Oh, shit. Oh, no. I ended on a bad word. Well, at least we're consistent. Please join us for the next episode and first episode of a new season of Turkish Diplomats Present Charming Noise.